This episode of Inspire Living with Rodney and Steve is brought to you by Metaphysics Pilates Bootcamp. Metaphysics Pilates Bootcamp is a class like none other out there. It is a combination of your traditional HIT training, so you're getting a lot of cardio in, utilizing things like weights and body weight exercises, BOSUs, uh, TRX straps, and, and many other fun punching bag. We even use Bob. Bob is an amazing little guy that likes to get punched around and kicked around a little bit, and we use him to add some extra fun to the workouts. As when at the end of each class, we work on Pilates. So we're working on traditional mat Pilates. We also utilize the Pilates springboard. And what that does is that just really helps to lengthen, tone, and strengthen the body. And we're basically working on the smaller muscles in the body set to help support the bigger muscles and the whole body in general in movement, not just in the workouts that you're doing, but also in life and then how you sit. It will inform everything in your life moving forward. So the Pilates is such an, uh, an important aspect of, of what we do. And we end to about 20, 25 minutes of Pilates in each class as well. Every day is a different day of exercises um, and a different routine. So you're never going to repeat the same routine. We've got a, a, a bunch of different, temp, three different major templates that we use throughout the class to make it fun, to keep it interesting, and to always uh, move things forward so you get the best results that you want and the, and, and the results that you are looking for. So all, for all of our podcast listeners out there, we're offering 10% off your first month membership. That's 10% off for your first month. Give us a call. It's a 585-425-1113, 585-425-1113, and let us know that you heard heard this on the podcast, uh, Rodney and Steve's podcast, and we will give you 10% off your first month. You can reach me at steve at meta-fitx.com. All right, thank you guys very much, and I look forward to seeing you all in class. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Inspire Living with Rodney and Steve. And today we're here with Trish. She's a yoga teacher, uh, teaches at Breathe. She's a health coach, as well as a store manager at Lululemon. She is here. We're going to talk about she believes in lift, uh, lifting others up and believing in them and loving them and does a lot of that through yoga and I'm, and I'm sure through her job at Lululemon and as a health coach as well. We also have our sp extra special guests, Ooh. Sadie Andrews. <laughs> and she's an Sidey. entrepreneur, Sadie. 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 Andrews. And she's a she's an entrepreneur as well as a yoga instructor as well. So we're here to break down love, talk about everybody's favorite stuff with love and whatever else comes up in the process as well. So let's get started, ladies. And what about love? What do we got to say? What do we got to start with? Well, guys, I just want to say I love you. I love you too. Awesome. Love you back. Yeah. Well, I think like I just starting off. Um, when I first got into yoga, I took Trisha's class, and it was one of my first classes ever. And I just remember what yoga did to me, and how it actually allowed me to feel love. Um, and it was in your class, and it, it, you know, all of a sudden you're you're sweating and you're moving. And then you're crying <laughs> and you're like, why am I crying? Yeah. But you just are. What is it about yoga that kind of helps that happen? Yeah. You know, it happened to me today. I took Amy's class this morning and I was there <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the tears were right there. And I think for me, what love does is it breaks through that exterior shell that we all put around our heart to block us. And love, yoga, like, breaks the, right? It breaks those shell apart so that you can get into the heart and get into who you really are. 
And I think that we always put up these walls, this shell, like this eggshell or whatever you want to call it, to guard ourselves from our past experiences, from our what we think is going to happen, what our perceived reality is. And yoga takes that all away and lets you just be. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I, 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 this week I... Um, I revisit, I, I find myself having to revisit this video every six months, the Brene Brown vulnerability oh video. Oh my God. And it always <laughs> makes me cry. Like I always just watch it and I'm like, oh God. And it, it I always look at it with like, okay, I'm not going to cry this time. And then once I get through it, I'm like, there's a tear coming down. And it's really that vulnerability, right? Like yoga s- puts you in a vulnerable position. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think you could, sh- I, I think people are really good at, faking it, right? And you can show up on your mat for a while and fake it and believe that you're okay, but eventually it, the shit's going to come out and you're going to have to get real with yourself, right? And that's being vulnerable. And if you can't do that, like you can't feel love, really. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think vulnerability is like a core of all relationships. Well, it's ultimately numbing, right? Like, uh, yeah. I think, I think we, it, what she says in the video, right? Like we numb. So when we numb something... Um, whether it's too much eating or it's, it's, it's ego or whatever may be that thing we're reaching to, to numb that allows us not to feel it. Right. Um, I don't know. It's wild. But when you actually feel it, that overwhelming feeling, um, guys, just so you know, like Trish and Sidey are part of my team that we go to Wanderlust every year. And I think Wanderlust is a great example of like, you know, you're, you're tired, but you're doing tons of yoga classes and you're sore and it breaks you down. There's no way not to let the love in. Right. right? And it's, it's like a constant reminder. It is. Um, That's, it's, it's interesting because I, I had, <clears throat> I've had very similar experiences with yoga as well. The first time I took a yoga class, like, you know, and I've worked out a lot in my life and I've done a lot of hard, hard workouts. I'll never forget, like, I was, my body was shaking. Like, I felt every, like, <laughs> and I, bawling my ass, I'm embarrassed and shit, I'm like this, you know, I'm just like, and I had my son, I, you know, it was a hot day out in New York, and I just, I, had, I walked out of the studio, I'm like, bawling, oh my god, I put my sunglasses on, I'm like, walking down the street, I have no freaking idea what's going on, and for me, it was interesting, because I had no idea, I did not know what to expect, you yeah. know, I had, I actually had done Kundalini, Kundalini oh. yoga before that as well, and had similar experiences, but for that, for whatever reason, that specific one, which I can't remember the name of the studio now, but it was like your, it was very much, um, just a very different experience for me, but I felt like it, it changed my, that one class definitely was one of the many steps in changing my life and bringing me you know, closer to myself and who I am and on my journey and all that kind of stuff. So it is just amazing how, how yoga does that. And I also really firmly believe it has everything to do with the, the, a lot, not maybe everything, but a lot to do with the teacher as well. Because I've been to many, for sure. many where I don't think they, you have to, the teacher has to be able to, to, to or be there to create that space so you're comfortable being able to have that happen. If there's, yeah. if there isn't that space, then uh, I think it's a lot harder for that to obviously happen as well too. So it's that combination of just having that, that, that uh, amazing yoga class with that, that teacher who just does, knows how to just be there yeah. spiritually without mm-hmm. having to have to say anything, just there, right. present mm-hmm. there and allows for you to, to, to go on the journey that you need to go on in that time, yeah. on, and, that, in, on that hour, you know. So and I think awesome. it's like a seeker, right, on this journey. You can mm-hmm. feel those teachers that are yeah. that you instantly can feel safe with right. and have that experience with. Right. And then there's other ones where you're like, I'm just going to practice. You know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 definitely. And, and you get something from everybody, but it's different. Mm-hmm. 
And just like with people, like you connect with different teachers and just in life, right? You are always connecting with different people. It's yeah. not one size fits all. So No. And it yeah. gets, it's gotten lost, too, I feel like. You know, I, I was lucky enough in New York, being in New York City, you know, obviously you've got so many different things available to you all the time. Yeah. And I had done a ton of research, so I went to places that initially, like the Kundalini Yoga and then the other yoga, which was very much spiritual based, mm-hmm. very much did not take that out. But then on, but then I also went to a lot of other yoga places where it was completely sh- just sheer the vinyasa, and you're, you kind of lost that completely altogether. And, that, yeah. and that's that's why you know I, I can get on that about Pilates as well a little bit. But it's it's like that's the more more frustrating thing <clears> is that you lose what. Really, the most important aspect of what you're doing is your that spiritual practice. Even if you're not, you know, meditating necessarily or you know, praying, so to speak, but you're still moving through these emotions. I mean, if you don't have that, then you're missing so much of it. Right. You know, it's very frustrating. You have these, you know, what we call in the martial arts world, Mick dojos, and then you have like Mick yoga. <laughs> you do have Mick yoga. Yeah. I think. Right. I think though, like, like what happens, like you know, because it's like we lose it, right? Like we find like. We all want to love, right? right. It's like oh, yeah. like we yeah, absolutely we want to, but we're afraid. You know, when we wake up in the morning and we got five, ten emails to like respond to, and we got to get the kids on the bus, and we have to go like, and then all of a sudden we're not leaving within love. Like it's not like it was a choice. Oh, today I'm gonna wake up right. and not be in love. Right. So it's it's like it's it's like I think that's where practice comes involved, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a constant practice. The practice love. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think sometimes people get it. Uh, so mis there's like a misconception like there's that sexual aspect of love yes. like I love you and we love each other in like a relationship type of way and I think that gets misconstrued in that way like just loving right like I love my life I love that I'm breathing I love that I'm alive um you know, but what are some ways that you ladies, like when you find yourself not living in that loving place, what gets you back? Like where, what do you do besides yoga? Oh, that's, right. that's where my go-to is. My go-to is getting back on my mat. Um, because for me, it's usually, I'm usually out of connection with myself. Right. Right. right? Yeah. So I have to, for me, like I even told my husband today, yesterday, I'm like, I need to find more time to get on my mat because I've got a lot going on. And I get caught in this place where I'm doing, 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 but I'm not necessarily doing the way I want to do. I want to do with more love, right? And right. I'm a big believer you have to come at things with love for the best situation to happen, right? So getting on my mat. Yeah. For me, it's like like you said, like it's really hard to give and receive when you're not connecting with yourself. Yes. You're not you're not feeling a lot of love for yourself, so you have to like make space, make time. And for me, it starts like, with gratitude like just start thinking okay I'm grateful that I am capable of love I'm grateful that I am capable of receiving love I'm grateful that the sun's out and then you can't not and you're also taking time being present with yourself and so then it just kind of gives you that space to like ground like get grounded I think for me anyway yeah no I agree with that totally like I've been (coughs) in that place where I'm not in touch with myself and then you just for me it's like also stopping playing with my dogs or getting outside, smelling and, and being and like being barefoot on the ground. And then you start to appreciate, oh my God, look at how beautiful, how green that is, how gorgeous. Like look at the sun coming through the trees. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, you feel it. Like you feel all that. Right. Yeah, it's like, oh, here it is. It's like, it's like gratitude in the most simplest form, yeah. like the smallest 
seeing, right? Like, I'm glad I'm breathing, you know? I'm glad, you know, like you said, the grass in my feet and the feeling of that, like, because we get so, like, ahead, Ugh. ahead. Like, yeah. well, what's going on? I got to do this, got to do that, got to do this, especially in this world. And then, you know, we definitely get in this comparison, right? Like, I think comparison is the enemy of love. Okay. Like, we find ourselves like, oh, so-and-so went on vacation. I wish I could go. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's like, you know, and then you're, the, and that's not loving yourself, no. right? Like, right. Yeah. right. And I think just, like, approaching something that, like, I've been practicing a lot is just approaching everything and everybody with compassion. Yes. And it like, you know, maybe that person is angry, but maybe they just need more hugs, like, and trying to understand like why they are angry and maybe no one showed them love. And because of that, they're not capable at that time or they don't think they're capable of receiving it. And then also being compassionate on yourself when you fall short or you're not feeling so great and not being harsh on yourself, just doing everything with a loving, compassionate manner, whether it's for yourself or your fellow man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think sometimes we like, you know, we run into that person in a supermarket or a parking lot or something and they're just a complete jerk to us and then like, they throw us off, right? And like, we wanna be a jerk back to them Mm. and really like, actually like, having that compassion to be like, man, it must like be hard to live within that, you know, and having that compassion in that moment rather than like, I'm not going to let this person throw me off my rocker. Like, right. you know, like I understand. I'm sorry, man. Whatever you're dealing with, you're dealing with like, and, and not in a judging way, just no. like, a, I'm, you yeah. know, like, like you don't know. Like one of my favorite quotes is be kind for everyone because you don't know what type of battle they're going. And that's not the right words, but you don't know the battle that they're going right. through. Right. If you could step into someone's body and th- see the world through their eyes, could you imagine like, they might be so down in the dumps and they're going to kick anything that's around them. Mm-hmm. And for them to feel that way and not have compassion and love and like lightness, mm-hmm. like you just, if we could all just spread just a little bit towards those people, the magnitude of that would be oh. enormous, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Yes. That's, that's, yeah, it'd be unbelievable. Love One of the things that I love was, is the whole, um, you know, you know, being thankful for things and just even writing it down and talking about because once you're in gratitude you can't be anything you can't you are that's love it's true you can't be pissed off even if if you try (laughs) you can't be and I think that's 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 an and I think for everybody listening to this I think that's such a because it's so hard it's all mindset right based so if we Mm -hmm. if we're you know and we were all we're all going to also react to the world with pretty much how we were we were taught to by our parents or not taught to by our parents so getting through that struggle which is one of was always been one of my biggest issues and it's only only taking the last couple years to where I've really been able to to kind of get beyond it but like is that mindset thing one of the first ways to change that mindset you know, from from my experience, and is is to do that. You just wake up in the morning. You just write down three things that you're grateful for. Totally. That, and then write down three things that you want to see happen in your life. That right there changes everything. It does. It changes everything, everything. immediately. So they. So speaking, like, this is perfect. They did a study. Um, there's this thing called applied. Um, oh, it's about happiness. It's a course you can take now about happiness and how to get more happiness in your life. But they've been doing all these studies. And people have a baseline of happiness. And depending upon who you are, your baseline might be five, it might be 10, whatever the scale is. Right. And events in your life cause that scale to go up. And events in your life cause that scale to go down, mm-hmm. right? Like a wedding up, a death down, right? And it just goes up and down. 
but not much can take the level and just jump the level up besides gratitude. If you can get in a practice of gratitude every day, they said you can take that baseline and start living at a general higher level of yeah. happiness. Yeah. And just through that simple practice Amazing. of writing it down or thinking about it every day. It really does. Yeah. I mean, I, since I started doing stuff like that, it, it has changed my life. And I think being into it for a while now, like what I'm starting to learn, it's just it makes you look at gratitude at everything, right? It's, it's like, it doesn't really matter what you're writing down that I'm grateful for. It's the fact that you're looking and you're trained. It's, it's a rewiring, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. And then you're feeling it. That yeah. Right down, you're yeah. truly feeling that gratitude. And even like when like life takes like you to like those lower points, like Tony Robbins, we were uh, listening to him the other day and he said, it's not like what life did to you. It's what life does for you because you, you can find gratitude. Things happen in the breakage, right? Like yes. there are treasures in the ruins and right. it's just <laughs> like to, I have lost my train of thought. <laughs> I think it's a lot of it, right, is like we get in these mocking points in our lives, right, and we want to get out of them as quick as possible. Oh, right. And like what's the easiest way out? It's numbing, it's doing these things. And it's like almost once we learn to absorb like, okay, it's mucky. Oh, move the car. Um, <laughs> once we absorb that, okay, it's mucky, like, and it's not going to be forever. Right. right. Like, there's a freedom to that and that in allowing yourself to, to just function within those and know that that's not going to happen will really allow you to feel love on the other spectrum. I think it's like, a, it's like, I always look at love as a shift, right? You can only love as much as like the hard stuff you can take. So if yeah. you're like avoiding the hard stuff in your life, that's gonna eventually take away from how good you can have it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I look at it like that sliding scale. Yeah. I think also using when you're in when you're in the shit, so to speak, or you're in a rough time in your life, use that as the motivation to be like, I don't want to be here. What can I do to get out of it? How? What are the steps that I need to make to transition out of this shit, or yeah. to move forward, or make this better, or do? Do whatever, get out of the really bad relationship mm -hmm. or to, you know, get out of the debt or get out of the job you hate. What are the steps? Instead of complaining about it all the time, right. let's put some action items together. Let's put some action steps together and say, okay, this is what we're going to do, you know. Yeah. And then in that process, you're sitting here, okay, you know, okay, you're in the shit and you've got these three things that I want to do. I know what I want. i got these three things that I want to do. And the next step is I'm in the shit. Okay, what do I have going on right now that's amazing? Right. Well, I'm eating. Right, I can I I, I can I can uh, have my wine every single night. You know, I can I can I can I I, I can uh, have my beautiful kids. You know, you can move. There's so many fucking right. things. Right. You can move. Yeah, exactly. right. I'm alive. You're breathing. You know? Yeah. You know, I I'm able to to write this list down of my steps to get to my goals. I mean, there's so many. I'm I'm getting goosebumps right now just talking about it because. <laughs> It feels good because yeah. I know there's wonderful things going on even if you're in the shit at the right. same time. I Always. think what happens you know? is people, Crazy. like I have been in the shit so many times in my life, right? And yeah. I think all of us at this table have. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it just gets so dark and so overwhelming yeah. and sometimes you feel so alone and you don't know how to take that step. And then how, let's talk about how do we get out of that shit, right? Like we can be grateful, but like what do you do to pull yourself up? I think it's just uh, it, it's acknowledging this is where I'm at. Yeah. And, and once, like a lot of people are in that muck 
and they they, they put on <laughs> they put on the mask, right? Yeah. Like they like, don't see. You know, and I I find, okay, I'm in the muck, and I'm just gonna trust, and I'm not gonna I'm gonna I know it's gonna get better. I think blind faith plays a little bit into that. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I think. Yeah. And knowing what it is that like brings you up like for me it's a connection it's conversations like this it's 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 practicing um yoga meditation stuff like that avoiding knowing what to avoid too i think is super important like i'm not gonna go to the bar (laughs) i'm not gonna hang out with that friend that like that toxic person yeah that toxic person that just like makes you feel drained when you're done Mm -hmm. you know but i think acknowledging is huge though i mean just if you even think about conversations right that like you avoid having and it just builds and builds and builds and the minute like you let it out it doesn't even matter anymore it wasn't even even a thing so I think like acknowledging like where you are and being honest with yourself going back to self-love like I'm here Mm -hmm. but it's okay like it's okay like everyone has ups and downs and just the whole gratitude and yeah and not avoiding it right like Mm -hmm. I think I mean, but it, it, I think I think also the compassion for some people that like it's really scary. Like once you've practiced acknowledging how you show up, um, you get better at it. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. so you're like, I mean, we had an instance today. Like, so I did not <laughs> drive into the gym, and I was letting a guy out. <laughs> this is bad. I was letting a guy. Like, I haven't practiced yoga. We were going to go to yoga this oh, morning. We drove by Amy's class. But we wanted to check out a house that we were looking at to buy. Yeah. And we're like, this is that. Then we called the realtor. And they're like, oh, it's sold already. And we're like, ah. Then we're like, well, screw it. I'll go home and clean. Um, but I needed this workout. I felt it in my soul. Just busy week and stuff. Um, I'm driving to the gym with Saidi. And I like, I try to wave this guy to come out. And I felt like he was mumbling some stuff at me on his breath. I like, put the window down. I was like, could you have something to say? And he's like, I'm saying thank you. And I was like, what did I say? I said, you're welcome. But it was like, it was all, it was all in reaction, like, because I didn't. Yeah. And I acknowledge that, though. Like, like, wow, I get lucky sometimes. <laughs> it really freaks Heidi out for a second. But um, like, like, I was like, she's like, what were you going to do if he said something bad? And I was like, I was... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy though how, like, when you're not settled in yourself, when you are not feeding your soul, you can easily tip into that place you don't want to tip. Yeah. yeah. Like, I it's, it's I like tip in my car all the time. That's my easiest trigger for me. You guys know this. No. I talk about it all the time. I have severe road rage. It's the only place my yoga hasn't grown. <laughs> <laughs> because it's, 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 uh, I, I don't know. Like in my car, like if someone's not being considerate, it's like it—they're it, it, disrespecting everybody. Yes. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't. I hate disrespect. I just like the way yeah. back. Yes. Like thank you. Yes. I let you go, and I acknowledge. It's that. like when you hold the door open for someone and they don't say thank you. I'm like, oh. would you like me to let it hit you with the yes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> But I think those are ex- expectations a- on people, though. Yeah, like we, the, you know, like and we that's can't that have that. Yeah, that chattering <laughs> in our head, right? Like in the uh, right. the idea of uh, it's in the what the untethered soul where they talk that idea of con- being conscious that we're a conscious being. Yeah. Like like that's not who we are. Right. That's just that monkey mind right. in so our that's head. The, yeah, that's the ego. That's how just we're reacting to the situation instead yeah. of. 
Yeah. Well, right there, it's yeah. reaction. It's yeah, being it's, reactionary. If you're not pausing and thinking right. about how you're showing Exactly. Up. Exactly. I mean, it's it's the best is when you can, and, and I don't, I can't always do this. Believe me, but <laughs> there, you know, I've gotten a lot better. I mean, I've always, I've struggled with a lot of anger. I grew up with a lot of anger. You know, I've I've, I've had to deal with it. You know, so I still me too. Have it. Yeah. And I'll still have it. But the best is when what I, what I love is like when I get really pissed off, and I feel that anger, and I just feel it boiling up, and I don't do anything about it. I just sit there and feel it. Yeah. That's that's empowering, you know. Right. Instead of me yelling at at that person or getting pissed yeah. off and slamming a door and walking out, I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna take a deep breath. I'm obviously pissed off. I don't want to have nothing, <laughs> with you know. And it's amazing how empowering that yeah. is. You it's start like, to laugh at yourself. Just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, so much. So. And then it's just like what. If I were to get angry, what's it going to do? Absolutely nothing, except <laughs> right. for making more angry, yeah, right. make the other person angry. Or and where's it go? Angry. You can't. It's it's there's no like, like. Uh, and you know, we're pretty out the there. Right? Science it raises the cortisol levels in your body. Right. I mean, there's so, so many negative effects it has so in your body, just scientifically speaking, too. You know, it's unbelievable. So it's like, why is that? Like, like so when we like we are feeling love, right? We're feeling deeply gratitude for the world and everything. We feel lighter. Oh, yeah. So Why is that? You can do it right now, like an example in your body, right? You can yeah. like think of something that pisses you off, and you feel like your shoulders get heavy, you constrict, yeah. you turn in, right? And then you think about something that you love so much, and it's like, oh. yeah, it's like fun. sometimes it has a direct mind-body connection. Totally, for sure. absolutely. Totally. And it's instantaneous, mm-hmm. which is, which is like uh, that's the thing, that's the thing that that unfortunately I think it's getting more and more well known, but. People just don't understand. It's so simple. Mm-hmm. You know, it's instantaneous. That just change, a shift in your thought process, shift in your brain. Tony Robbins talks about it all the time. You know, it's mm-hmm. his, his thing. You know, and it's it's unbelievable. If, if you know, and I always and we talk, we get into this a little bit in the podcast a lot. I think it's so important to keep reiterating it for everybody listening too. That's all you have to do is just change your mindset change you you have a choice with how you think mm-hmm. you might not have a choice right away with how you initially feel mm-hmm. but you have a choice what to do with that feeling right away mm-hmm. you know and i think that's something that's very important it's like i always love it when people say you made me so angry I can't make you do shit okay <laughs> right. it's already in you i just brought it out of you somehow you mm-hmm. know what i mean so it's not we're not making you do anything you know and um, so I think it's so important for people to, to, to realize and remember, too, that we, we have 100% control over how we react to everything in our lives, mm-hmm. whether it's something that we couldn't, that, that happened to us that we had no control over or the things that we did have control over. We have that control, and it's empowering. If you think about that, that's amazing, you know? Yeah, it and I think, I think it's practice, too. Like, yeah. uh, you know, like, if, if you're out there and you're struggling with this, like, don't expect to change it right away. This is something that's going to take your whole entire life to practice, right? Like, even if you're really aware of it, like, you may not be able to, like, what do they say, 10,000 reps before something becomes second nature. So you need those incidents where you're like, have to like, oh, wait, check. I think one of the best, uh, Amy gave me this advice once, and I always think of it, like, I almost have like that voice in my head. I take it a step back and I have like a coach for that voice. Like, mm-hmm. boom, like, okay, like, is this serving just, you? Is this serving me? Stop. Yeah. Just stop. Right. You know? And like, a lot of times I just, I, I use that voice to say, Rodney, just stop. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, yeah, I just gotta stop. <laughs> I know. You just get so excited and yeah. you want to keep yeah. going with it. And for what? Especially when you feel like, like, <laughs> right? It's like, you, I'm going down this hole. I'm going to go digger, digger, digger. <laughs> 
Well, then it becomes a battle of ego. You start arguing with somebody and you, you feel in your heart you're right about whatever you're talking about and you keep on going and you're like, wait, they're on their path and they got to figure this stuff out too. Mm-hmm. You know, Or they wow. think they're right too. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, and what's right and wrong? Might be, right? right. Like, that's the thing. Like, we're all on such a different journey and a different path and we see things differently mm-hmm. and we feel things differently. Like, who's to say that your right is my right or mm-hmm. vice versa, right? Like, mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> right. I don't yeah. like to say there is no right, there is no wrong, there's just what is. There, there is yeah. just what there is. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. You know? And feelings yeah. are weird. You look at things that way, it's, it's way different. It like, is. You can't, like, I have no idea what it is, like, to feel inside Trisha's body. Right. And in her head. <laughs> no, I just don't know what that's like. So, like, if she's feeling sad, I have to take that, like, okay, Trish is sad. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't know. Or, like, when I coach people and they're in pain, like, I, I can't, like, take that. Like, they're in yeah. pain, right? right? Like, okay, like, you know yourself better than I know you. So, mm-hmm. you know. Right. The one thing that does always help, though, like, if you go back to the physiological part of, like, how you feel when you're angry or you're sad is moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, For sure. you know, like that's why I think people who tend to move, even take walks, they're, they're just a little lighter, they you are. know, in their spirit. Yeah. yeah. I would agree with that completely. And I think for like for me, and I don't know about you guys, but for me, the reason why I went to yoga first was I wanted to get in shape. Right. Like I'm like, oh, this will be good for me. Like I'll stretch, I'll move, you know. But then you quickly find that the moving is the method to break you through all that stuff that you need to work out, right? Like, from a mental and a heart perspective. Mm-hmm. Right, because you're, like, at these points of, like, like I think of it, whether it's yoga or fitness or anything, like, you're in... Like you have to be present, right? Mm-hmm. Because you are holding something that's, like... You know, you could be in Trisha's class and holding Warrior Two for a minute and a half and be like... <laughs> That's Amy's class. <laughs> and, you're, you know, there's no other... You can't go anywhere else. You have to focus on all ends of that. Or, like, when you're doing an intense workout, like, so I think I would say, there's no thinking about doing laundry. Right. You know what I mean? So I think what the physical movement allows you to do is actually, like, get present with yourself and, yeah. like... And where do you go in those moments? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I love what Ryan Berry says is like, where do you go when shit gets hard? Yeah. You know? And just the acknowledgement of that, where do you go? Right. When shit gets hard in your life, like physically in a workout <laughs> or at work yes. or in your car, like, yeah. where's that spot that you find yourself always falling into? What's your grit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's your grit? What's you love your that. grit? <laughs> <laughs> I'm big on the grit and the resilience lately. Yeah. Like, you know, they go, I feel like they also go hand in hand with your ability to love in the sense mm-hmm. that if you don't have grit to get yourself back up or grit to like stay in what you believe, like I believe in being kind to people and loving people and trying to see the best in people. But if I get tired and I don't have that grit to stay with it, then what happens? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, just like getting up, going. Just go. Like, you know, I, it's funny. You think about like, there's always one person that you like, you have at work or that you deal with in your <laughs> life that just is like, oh, oh. they just, and, and I believe these people are put there for a reason. Yeah, well, like, <laughs> tell me, what is their reason? Yeah, like, they, they, like, I, I think those people are put there to like, th- 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 it tests you, right? Like, yeah. it's like, oh, you it's grow like, from it. You can do great you with, like, grow. you can do great with people that are lovely. Yes. But like, how do you do, deal with that person that doesn't live with love and oh. doesn't, they, they, they're full of ego and they're full of, you know, all outside things, right? And like, yeah. you know, it's hard, but like... You know, I dealt with those people 
I shouldn't say those people, that's a terrible way to say it, but I've, I've had people like that in my life, and I find if you can stay the course, and if you can be there for them and show them compassion, and show them, like, if you treat people this way, if you do this, they can stay, people do, I do believe this, people can change if they want to change. Absolutely. They can change the way that they're looking, they can change the way they're reacting, but they have to want to, and I think sometimes they have to be shown. And they, mm-hmm. they have to be given kindness and compassion because it goes back to maybe in their life they've never seen it. They've never been shown what real love looks like, right? And it's a practice. Like, it's where are practice. they in their practice yeah. like of doing that? You know, you fall lots of times. Oh, I love know? saying that it's, yeah. a, it's an opportunity for my development. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's my development. Challenge you know, me, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, this is life. This is life. And this is a jerk. Like, whether it's like you're at a store working and there's a bad customer that comes in and yes. mad and angry. Right. Like, this is an opportunity. Like, a funny story. Like, uh, Sidey and I were at a party the other week and uh, one of her best friends, um, mom was there and she's like, oh my God. And this was a lady that I saw in the store like two years ago and I promoted her a water bottle. And she was so grateful just to this day that like, <laughs> she had this sad story. I don't even remember yeah. what it was, but it was like seeing her two years later, yes. I barely even remembered her, right. but like, just like she wanted to hug me immediately. And it was just like, wow, that's so good. Mm-hmm. The power we have to shift someone's day or shift someone's how someone's feeling is so easy and we forget. Mm-hmm. Like Mike and I have this thing we do all the time where wherever we go, like when we go to the grocery store or we go to a concert and we're lying for a drink or if the person that is helping us is not in a good mood, we always try to shift it before we're done with mm-hmm. our interaction with them. Like, how are you? No, what's really going on? Like, are you having a good time? Are you like, how's your day? You know what I mean? And you leave people in a better place than how you found them. Um, Yes, yes, and that's what it's about. If it everybody is. did that. If everybody did that. Ah! <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's, yeah. yeah. Everybody did that. It's, 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 you know, I, you know what I, where I've always had a, a hard time with is, like, I'm super sensitive to energy. Oh. And um, it took me a long time to kind of realize that. So I always had the issue of once when, like, somebody could walk in the room. I, don't, I could be facing this way and somebody walks into the room. And immediately yes. I sense either... I sense whatever it is they're bringing to the table, and then what I would immediately do, and I still have problems with it, is soak it up like a sponge. Yes. And then You're just an bounce it right back to them again. Yeah. Not intentionally, but just do that. So I've been able to recognize that that's what I would do. And so I would, you know, so it would, would yeah, so I would get into fights with a lot of people, or not fights, but you know, <laughs> arguments, or just would be uncomfortable and leave, or I'd have to leave because I couldn't handle being in a situation. But I've and then and like what you were saying, Ronnie. I've, I've, I find I have a lot of those people in my life, even to this day, sometimes, and a lot of times in clients. And one of the things that I remember for this one client who who's who's still coming, still a member, would never smile, nothing, would just come in, do the work, you know, not do anything at all. And finally, I went up to. Oh, I always went up and said hi and stuff. But then I'm like, then I I recognized them more, and I said, hey. I just want to remind you where you were at when you started and the amazing work that you have done. Blah, 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 blah. Never seen them smile. Smiled, shook my hand, said thank you every single time they come in now. Completely different story. Wow. Right. Conversation with me and all that kind of stuff, you know? Yes. So it's just it's just amazing. Because when people are, have their head down and they're really, like, kind of rude or don't talk to you or, or seem insecure, you know, they're expecting you to pretty much treat them like shit. 
because there's what they're used to doing. They're expecting that. They are. So when you give them something that they're not expecting, true love yes. and true yeah. compassion, yes. then it might not happen right then and there. But that's going to, you keep doing that, like you were saying. You're shifting patterns change, like you're that. shifting it. And they're going to be like, holy shit, not everybody is an asshole. Because right. most, of, most of the time, people, when they're like that all the time, they only see what they feel. Right. That's it. Well, so yeah. they're only, if they're always upset or angry, then they're going to almost always see that in everybody else, unfortunately. Totally. I think it's reflection. Really, yeah, it's total front reflection. You know? Like, so, I don't know, like love languages, right? Like, oh, you understand oh, yeah. people's love languages. And, like, I think, like, when you're a teacher <laughs> or you're a leader of anything, like, understanding what it is because everybody's different right some people like just that physical touch they just want to be hugged yes you know some people want those words of affirmation some people i'm trying to uh quality time time. some people want gifts Mm -hmm. right some people Access acts of service, service right? Yes. Like in, in Look at you go, Sidey. She doesn't yeah, know. Oh. We, we take, we the, take the quiz. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, if you guys listening, like if you want to really like something to do with your partner, totally. is just figure out what your love languages are. And you know, just knowing that, having that knowledge, like Oh, my lady likes when like the yes. dishes are done and like yes. I do a bunch of stuff around the house and then she gets home and she doesn't feel like she has to go back to work. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, or she just wants a hug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? You know, it's funny because I, I, I love the love, love languages and believe it a ton. And then I recently read this thing and I haven't done with Mike yet and it's, it takes it a step further and it's have your partner write down the things that they love that you do for them. Hmm. And like this one lady gave an example of like, I love when my husband comes up and just rubs my shoulders for no reason. Mm -hmm. Or I love when my husband makes me coffee. Like when Mike makes me coffee in the morning and brings it to me in bed, I'm like, (gasps) (laughs) you know, (laughs) writing down those things. So it's like a positive affirmation. Like these are the things that I love that you do for me. And like, Mm -hmm. but there might be that thing they're doing for you that like does nothing. Right. And they're like, you know, I do this every day for you. And you're right. like, well, that I don't feel that. Like, yeah. that right. Hug, it's, it's well, like, for example, cause yeah, totally. Cause like for Mike, right? Like I'm Italian. My way to show love is through food a lot. So I'll like bake food. I'll go get him. Like when we first got together, I used to, for Christmas, like give him candy that he liked. He's like, why are you doing that? <laughs> I'm like, that's what we do. That doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> so it's the same thing, right? right. <laughs> Understanding the value to someone before right. you do it. Right. Because yeah. you, and then resentment builds, right? You're like, I'm giving you your favorite candy. And you're just like, shrugging your shoulders. Right? <laughs> that's so great. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. It's so true and freaking so simple, too. Right? It's, like, it's so simple. Is, all you gotta do is like, you ask and talk about it and have an honest conversation, you know? Yeah. I think I should go home with my wife and do this, you know? I think so. I think so. We all should, actually. It's really good. It's, it's, uh, it's, even as a leader in any kind of like, I think a leader in life, right? Because we're all leaders, right? And you got to know your people. You got to know your friends. Like yeah. even a leader within your friends, you know, uh, everybody's different. It goes back to the feeling, right? Everybody feels different. Everybody's different, and like it's everyone needs different things. We yeah. all need love and yeah. connection. Like that is like a base. That's like a how, need, right? how we receive that? Yeah. And you it, know, can, it can solve problems so simple, so simple. Like, okay, this person's like that, so like, let me go about it this way. And like, I'm gonna give her the extra call and say, hey, do you want to wait around? Do you want me to wait around? And then you can ride with me rather than you driving with yourself. Like, yeah. oh, that feels good. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm glad Rodney did that. Right. Like, you know, rather than you no, know, but that person might not want to bother 
yeah. the others, right? Like, like, oh, I don't want you to wait for me. Like, I, cause I'm holding you back. And it's like, no, I'll wait for you. Cause that feels good. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's funny. We're, we're crazy. We are. Crazy. <laughs> we're crazy. It's our brains out. We just overcomplicate everything in our lives. But in reality, it's, it's all very simple. It's very all simple. so simple. Well, right. It's that exactly. quote, like, we must stop thinking and feel more. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think more now than ever, we're in our freaking heads. You know, it's like, it's, we just let it all go. You know, just, just be. Yeah. Just be happy. Just hang out. Yeah. So what do you think it is, like, like, you've been doing Wanderlust for how many years now? Six or seven. Six or seven. And it just, every time you go, it keeps on doing the same thing. It does. It does. Just thinking about it gives it to me. Like, yeah. you know, it resets me. It fuels yeah. me at a, at a very deep soul level, heart level. It connects me with people that are like-minded, like-hearted um, it gets me on my mat. It surprisingly it, does it too, right? Like you go in with like, oh, it's just another year. And then all of a sudden, all like, sudden <gasps> <gasps> <Yeah>. <laughs> every year something, every year it's like, you know, I, I think it's like the best thing that I ever fell into. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. We know why. Because <laughs> you want to have to go. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh. It's so good. It's so good. Next year. Was it August of next year? June. June twenty first. Yes. June twenty first. Yes. Yes. So I'll never forget a date. No. It is. It can be life changing. Yeah. But life changing is like one of those things that like you have to keep on reminding yourself. You do. It's like yeah, like because by the time that year is up, you're so freaking ready to go. Like I mean, I've only been twice, but like. You know, the first time was like, I was in a different spot than mm-hmm. the second time, but I still hit me almost the same, you know, just in a completely different way, Yeah. you know, and it's, just, I think something about energy, right? Like you have so many people that are like-minded doing the same thing. I don't know. I, I feel like I you get almost it. like immersed in like this marinade of good juju, mm-hmm. right? Like you're there for how we were there. What? We were there five, five days, days, six yeah. days. And, and there's like all this amazing, great energy between the teachers and the people that are there and the mountains, mountains. and that sky. Right. Like, and I feel like you just marinate it and all, and all of it. And you come back and you're like, you yeah, know, then how many people go to the festival? Right. Like, oh my, I don't even know. You know, but think about like, all of them are going there, they're feeling it, and then they're going about their worlds, right? You come back, you're so, like, juiced. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And how many people that touches cross to how many festivals they do a year, like, it's yeah. just such like, an amazing oh. thing. And, like, we were thinking about, like, when we came back and we went to your class, oh which your God. classes are always amazing, and that was, that like... That was a uh, whole new level. It though. was amazing, oh, and... And we were just talking about on the way home, like, oh my god, like, how many people did that touch? Because and then but they just they go left out your and, class, and then right. they went well, about like, their I lives. I had people and, that came to that class that hadn't been to my class in a couple of weeks, and they had known that I was uh, that that would be my first class back from Wanderlust, and they're like, we know what you're like when you come back from Wanderlust, and we needed to be at this class. And I was like, <gasps> I like I get chills even now just talking about it because that class, like to this day, that is my all time. When I look back at my teaching history, I will never be more, I don't want to say the word proud, but like honored to be a teacher and to give, and to give that space to people. Like I remember people were crying and we were all singing together. We were holding hands. Oh, yeah. like, ah! 
Well, you're I never cry in yoga, yeah. ever. Like, and I cried in that class. Yeah, I totally like, cried in that class. <laughs> Everybody was singing uh, John Lennon. Well, imagine all the people. Imagine, imagine. 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 It just the whole class, the whole class was started singing. singing. It wasn't like choreographed or anything. It no. just like happened, just right? Happened. Well, Couple I was walking around. So I was playing, and I was walking around, and I was lightly singing because I can't help myself. I'm a Beatles freak. And then I was looking, at, and I'm looking down, and, and people are singing. And I'm like, and then I started singing a little louder, and then I'm walking around. <laughs> And you just felt like it was what is that vibration that happens in those vibration. moments, right? Like it's yeah. like it's it's there's you power in number. Try to do that, right? Like you can't. No. You just, I should never repeat that. that it doesn't happen. Life. Like in those those moments where you, I think being a teacher, like when I've had special classes that I've taught and I've seen people like come up and hug me afterwards, like you're like I just do my thing, you know. And but I don't know, like. You just never know who you're going to touch. You don't. In life. Like, and Maya Angelou, I forget the quote, but it's something like, people will forget what you said and this and that, but people will never forget how you made them feel. Totally. And it's so, that's why I think it's so important to practice love, kindness, compassion, because if you're an asshole, that person might hold on to that for the rest of their lives. Oh, I know people that were assholes to me in high school. I still, like, to this day... Still hold on to it. Still hold on. I can't. I'm like, I try, I try, I try to forgive, and Mm -hmm. I still hold on to it. And they may have completely changed. And I don't give a fuck. Right. Yeah. I don't think you were a bitch. (laughs) Right. Excuse my French. But in, in the almost opposite way, like, I wasn't the best person in high school, and I almost avoid like going back to like where I grew oh, up and going yeah. there. It's like how many times in life do we base perception off like last circumstance, oh, not so realizing much. that like we haven't seen someone in five years. Right. And I know my life has dramatically changed in the last. I mean, two years. Two years it's right. been crazy, you know. And but even two years before that was changing, and so it was changing, and so it was revolving, and so it was doing these things, and like, but we still base perception on that guy ripped me off. I know. Back I in nineteen ninety five. You know? <laughs> and like that person could have could be the nicest person, but like I'm already going into that with this this faulty ego attitude based off like that he did me wrong. I know. Yeah. And I wish we could not do that. Like I mean I'm it's like I'm ashamed that I can't get over it and I don't know how you fix that. Like if if me who comes from love ninety nine percent of the time can't forgive, like how does someone that doesn't know love forgive? Oh, they hold on to that. Right. They hold on to it forever. But I think one of the biggest ways, though, with you know, and I've done this myself, you know, because I I was picked on all the time. I was always like the shy, quiet kid in school, so I was always picked on. So I can you know think now of people that kind of picked on me and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's only my brand into a sense, and I you know I, I would remember that. But um, one of the things that I did was I was I basically would just sat down there and would have a conversation with. Um, one particular person in particular who I'm now friends with or, you know, not real super close just because of, you know, life, but, um, and I went in there knowing what they were like, but also accepting the fact that we were kids. Who knows what kind of freaking father or mother they had. True, or didn't true, have, true, you true. Know? And that allowed me to kind of get past all of it. Because, you know, it's, in reality is, the reality of it is, is if we are pissed off at somebody it doesn't do anybody any it, only thing it does is harm us it doesn't right, harm them right. shit. No, they you know they you know so that's I, I, I that's always helped me it's like so if i have these anger things come up or something like that i'm just like 
you know what? If I see you, I'm giving you a big spiritual hug right now and telling you I love you. Mm-hmm. Well, Steve, tell you that's huge. That's so that changes everything. It changes everything. Yeah. I'm going to try I, that. Thank I you. mean, <laughs> growing up, like, I was the picker. I messed with people and, and I can say like looking back now why I did that was fear right yeah. you know Absolutely. like if I am not this tough dominant man like people are gonna think I'm weak mm. and it's not like I wanted to do it mm. I did it because I thought that's what guys did and if I didn't do that it's like you, you guys ever hear like uh, like the jerk, the really jerky boyfriend always gets the hot girl. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, and you're like, so, well, uh, this is what I guess I got to do. I got to be a jerk to girls because the nice guy never gets anything. So, like, you know, you live in that you world. Know, pretty hot. <laughs> well, I think, I think I've changed dramatically. <laughs> um, you know, and I think this is the thing in I, I, raising boys, like, trying oh. to teach them from a young age about, like, love, compassion, yeah. even physical touch, right? Yeah. Like even like, you know, physical touch is this thing like where like if a guy and guy hugs, like, oh, what's wrong with them? You know, there's, there's like homosexual intuitions come and they get messed with or something regardless, right? Yeah. But that like all of a sudden it becomes like you're an oddball. If you don't go exactly like in high school, if you're not exactly with the cool grain, oh, like you felt like such an outcast. Totally. Mm-hmm. And I was so scared of that. Yeah, well, shit, we all were. I mean, I think yeah. it's normal. I think, and I'm so glad I'm not a kid today because mm-hmm. I think it's 10,000 times oh, worse. Right. Right. Now you're just recorded and thrown on oh, YouTube. Right. Yeah. They no. yeah, they're much yeah. more brutal now, too, it seems like. Yeah, right. I think it's always out of fear. I mean, for me, it was out of fear, too. I mean, obviously, my, you know, being shy and shut down, I mean, I had no fucking support at home anyway. So it's like, yeah, um, yeah I, I reacted by just shutting down and being in my own world. I was lucky enough in high school um, to have really good friends whom I still have to this day who are like my best friends ever and we were the basically the outcasts we were musicians you know we were rockers so and now the musicians you know. are cool <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you graduate they well, change everything changes yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> New York City and then and, and it was a whole different story you know, we were in a rock band and all that kind of stuff so things had changed for sure to a certain, to a certain extent they yeah. did, you know. even, even like the entrepreneur like the techie kids the kids that stayed in their room like, like just writing code right. right like now they're in like Silicon Valley oh, yeah. and like millionaires like running companies doing all these things and it's almost like the new sexy right yeah, like you get these exactly. guys and it's like <laughs> but they in high school they were just like oh look at Johnny in the corner writing code well, like, cool yeah, Johnny Elon Musk is like a perfect prime example of that he was like I don't remember exactly his story exactly but he was someone along like beaten like on a regular basis in high school yeah mm. like just beaten down and but would Elon Musk crazy. be who he is if that didn't happen right. well, that's the I thing mean, right all of our experiences get too. us to this point exactly. right so you kind of in a way you should be grateful for everything that got you yeah. here or have right. some find some gold in the shit for mm. who we Absolutely. get what got us here exactly because we it, I mean so I'm happy with who I am now <laughs> right right you know, I think a lot of that picking on made me be this person that wants Absolutely. to share love and compassion right. and kindness. It's really, it's allowed me to to be really empathetic with other people for sure. For sure. You know, when I see other people down, because my whole big spiel nowadays with everybody, with my clients, everybody is, it's just like, you are a hundred and million times worth it. Pick up your pants, let's go and let's do it. You don't have to do it alone, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. but you have to 
do. You have to physically, nobody's going to do it for you. Right. You need to do it. Yeah. But you don't have to be alone to do it. And you're worth doing it. Because people don't do things because they feel like they're not worth it. Yeah. They don't feel like, well, you know what, I'm never going to get there. It's just, you know, I've got too much going on. It's, it's, just, it's not worth it, you know? It's not worth it for me to do it. It's not worth it for me to put myself out because they're afraid. They're afraid of rejection or whatever else. Or success. Just, or success. <laughs> <laughs> What's it going to feel like? Right. You know? It's worthy. It's people are, people, yeah. yeah it's, I mean, it, it's so, it's like, you know, and that's, I think that's, that's like where I'm, I'm, I'm really found my place in this world, so to speak, as far as like where I'm, what I'm bringing to what I feel like I can bring to the world. And that is just those kind of people, like just yeah. coming and going and giving them like a hug or that spiritual hug or that physical hug, whatever. And just say, listen, I love you and you're worth it. Just get up and let's do it. I'll give you the steps, yeah. okay? But you got to take the action. You're not going to be alone right. in this process. And you really can do what you want to do. You just have to work hard to get there. Nothing, nothing like this comes easy. You know, you have to work your ass off. and But you can do it, you know, and you can be happy. And that's, it's, it's getting that into people's minds. And well, understanding that, like, when you look around, like, we're looking around in this room, right? Like, everything was someone's idea. You know, everything starts as an idea. Yeah. So now how crazy your idea is in your head, everything in this physical world that's man-made was someone's idea. And, like... Once you understand that, like, okay, my ideas could, I could write a book, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, for sure. you know, I think, I think we, a lot of times we look at life, like, why, sh- why can't I do what I want to do? Mm-hmm. You know, like this week, uh, at my, I have a new job and they forced me to like, <laughs> to be on camp to do a YouTube video. <gasps> they did? You know, yeah. When are we going to see it? You know, Wait, when are we going to see it? I don't know. It'll be up sometime. Okay, good. Just keep, keep your yes. eyes peeled. But like, <laughs> you know, the immediate reaction is like, oh God, yes. oh God, I'm going to do it. And then after doing it, it's similar to doing the podcast, right? Like it's like at first you're like, oh, but then like you do it and you just, you get in your groove and you're great. Well, it's like you teaching know? for the first it's time. teaching, public speaking, yeah. right? you know, running that. meetings, mm-hmm. doing these things. Yeah. But like, I've been telling myself I want to do videos for years. And I've, 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 it took me a 25 year old girl to like, Come on, we're doing it. (laughs) All right, like okay, let's do it. And then boom, I'm in it, and I'm doing good, and it's great. Like, and it's just like fear, fear, self-created fear, sabotage. It is the great sabotager. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? Like, what are we scared of? Everything. But nothing. Right. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to be scared. I think we're just scared of not being loved. Right. I think we're scared of rejection. Yes, we are. And we our perfection, bitchy. like messing up, messes oh. with our worthiness, yeah. well, right? Like, like you guys were talking about on the podcast with Annie, right? Like the Facebook likes, right? That fucks with your mind all the time. Yeah. Especially if you're like trying to be like a public person and like put yeah. out goodness into the world. And if nobody likes what you're saying, you're like, well, shit, maybe I should just shut up. <laughs> you know? I just keep on posting pictures and not one like. Right. I mean, I, I post things every single week and every single every single day, and I'll, you know, that's the thing. It's like you have to just keep doing it. You God. have to believe in yourself. You have to believe in yourself. Once you start believing in yourself, it gets out there. People are going to start to well, like and, or unlike. It doesn't matter. And right. I know. I I I'm, I know. But I'm thinking but, for most of us, right? It does. It does. Like, well, it's like a it's like shot. It's like a line of cocaine. Like, oh, like yeah. Oh, I get. You know, like oh, yeah. likes. But I think it also goes back to, to love. Like, <laughs> Like, when you love yourself and you are good with yourself, yes, it doesn't matter yeah. what anybody else thinks. You, I mean, like, Still when feels you're, good, though. 
It does still feel good. Why is it like when you're uh, not to cut you off, but like you know, the person you've been with for years and years says you look beautiful, but that stranger tells you you look beautiful. You're like, oh, oh you I got it. You can't anything from your partner. Like, yeah. <laughs> it goes back to like, Mike will tell me something 20 times, like what to do about something, and Sidey will tell me, like, oh, Sidey said uh-huh. I should do this. He'll be like, what? Fuck. Or it's I like, go to this. <laughs> 7,000 times. Right. <laughs> you just, you know, unfortunately, we, because our partner's with us so much, I think we dismiss the. Something. We do something to it. We, I don't know what we do. But that it's goes terrible. back to like the workshop you did that I was in. Which one? Um, it was at the store. Yes. And you, you, and we talked about this on the podcast once, how like we have the tendency not to accept compliments. Yeah. Oh, like, yes. oh, your hair looks beautiful. Like, oh, I just threw it up today. Right. You know, mm-hmm. like, and ever since then, I really like have tried to shift. Like, and I even recognize when I don't do that. Yeah. You know, but like I try to accept, like someone's going out of their way to tell you something, like accept that, take mm-hmm. that energy and like put it in your heart and feel good about it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like fuels your battery. It feels yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. It's like it's yeah. Because same thing after that podcast, because I've actually the thing I thought about that a lot. You know, so if somebody compliments me or says something to me, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's good. I'm, I'm you know, <laughs> not in an ego way, but no. in a way just like you know, self recognition. Like, thank you. Thank you. Like, Instead, I think our immediate reaction is bounce it back and be like, uh-uh. No, it's because we're noticed, right? Like, yeah. oh. That, feel, like, <laughs> that actually went out of the way to say something nice to you. Yeah, like, shit. Yeah. And it, I remember we were getting microphone and the guy's like, the guy's like, oh, you guys look like you work out. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And I rubbed my belly. <laughs> I rubbed my belly and, I like, and like, I refused to take it. And I'm like, no, I just did that. <laughs> you know? And We like to, to diminish our own value or... Not value, but what's the word? Like, we don't want to believe. Do you think it's taught yes. to us? Yes. 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 Totally. See, like, to you know, like, it's like you're, like, if you accept, if you have, like, a dream or this, or it's like be yourself, but not like that. Like, yeah. that's not okay. Or, like, you know, or thank you. Instead, so you're you're taught. You've We all grew up with people. Oh, no, no, no. Or, oh, you're this modest. or that. Like, Yeah. But what's so wrong with being big? Be yourself. Be big. Be bold. Be happy. Yeah. And love. That's it. Fucking yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. Right. You know, it's like, uuh, I, it pisses, I mean, I have had, starting this con my business. Yeah, you do that. I've had this business and uh, other businesses that I've done or anything that I've done, just moving things forward that's out of the norm. I've had, most everybody just says, you can't do this or why are you doing this or whatever. There's very few people that ever say good for you or congratulations. Everybody just always expects you to kind of fail. They'll tell you why you can't. Right, they'll tell you why you can't. And then they also are just like, you know, when are you going to grow up and get a real job? Or when are you going to, when are you Those are the people that I feel like you need to shed and you need to surround yourself with people that can believe in the impossible. But it's hard to find those people. It's so hard. Well, they're sitting right here. This is good. They're sitting right here and they've been in this room a lot with the podcast, which has been awesome. But it's very, very frustrating, you know? And it's like, the good thing is, is I've read a lot of books and talked to a lot of people and, um, you know, most of the big success people out there that are true you know successful human beings not only in their businesses but in in how they treat other people have gone through all the same kind of mm-hmm. thing nobody nobody's mm-hmm. you know believes them until the time comes when they make their first million and then everybody loves them and then it's like you know right and it's 
relative to what yeah. is happiness, what is success. Right. Like, yeah. you know, the person who like who has like the modest house and they, you know, work their job and whatever. Like, the, they might truly be happy, yeah. and it's not Absolutely. up yeah. to anyone to judge Mm-mm. whether or not they are happy versus you know, yes. or the person with the millions or exactly. anyone in between. Exactly. Like, exactly. what is success? Your like, goals what are is not mine. right? No. Like, so, what like, is happiness? Like, a really good question to ask somebody to just kind of judge who they are. Not judge. I hate to use that word, but just to get a feel for what's important to them is how do you measure success. Mm-hmm. When do you feel successful? Mm-hmm. And like I think you talked to Annie about this. Like when do you feel something? When do you feel like you've had a really good day or really yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Right. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about this question. And for like me, it was like when I have a positive impact on myself and mm-hmm. people around me. Like when I feel like I've made a shift in the right manner. Yeah. You know. And for the same thing for other people, like people don't measure success. Not everybody measures success in what's in your bank account. Right. It's who's around you, who's loving you, like how are you treating others, how are you feeling, like you know, like I feel like I have a good day when I've been able to play with my dogs, when I spend time with my husband, when I taught a great class where people cry. You know, like mm-hmm. these are the things and that matter. Like, there's a, there's this awesome amount of freedom at that, like where you don't have to live to these false expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like these expectations of like, oh. I need to be the guy. I'm the guy. I got to be the breadwinner. You know, I have to bring home the bacon. Yeah. I have to do this. and Or even expectations of women, right? Like, oh, oh I have to be the housekeeper. I have, I have to cook. To, I have to cook. And it's like, you know, like when you can drop these expectations of what quote unquote normal is and like create your own expectations, like it's just freeing. <laughs> like it's 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 like you don't even like and then when that person says like but I still find myself in like justification, right? Oh, like like yeah. I like yeah. I get in conversations with people and I tell them about my life and I, and I I try to justify it to them. Oh. Like I I stopped chasing money a long time ago. You know, like I say that all the time because like, I mean, I did, right? Like I do things that are fun and that fill my heart up, yeah. right? And that's the way I like to live my life. And, but that just sounds weird to the, you know, like, and I, I almost feel like I have to explain my whole process mm-hmm. to somebody to get them to understand me. And it's really hard because I think when I meet strangers, like they're like, it's this guy for real. <laughs> 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 well, Brene Brown says, do you ever read this part in her book where she talks about when we meet people, we're always asking people what they do. And I want to know more about who you are and what you believe in and what you stand for. Mm-hmm. Like, why do we care what people do? Right. Like, that doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter. Well, in the, the Untethered Soul, it's like, who are you? Yeah. Right? right? No. Not where you went to school. No. Not where you're from. Right. Oh, not where, not what your job is. Who are you? But then now we're going in a rabbit hole. Like, yeah. you, start, you start to start to like, who am I? And yes. Why am I here? Oh, oh, yeah, that's that's right. We went around asking everybody that. Hey, my name is Steve. Who are you? <laughs> no, that's just your name. That's just your name. Oh, you went to Fredonia. No, that's where no. you went to school. Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. Right. That, that, be but really, like, life. even having that conversation, who you are, I think, like, will allow you to become more of a seeker. Yeah. And I think ultimately that, because you have natural seekers. I think I've always been a natural seeker. Like I'm naturally like just, I want to, as a kid, you know, you want to see what's under the log and like, oh, there's centipedes and little bugs and there's stuff under there, you know, but some people are just, 
I think I struggle the most with the people that are not, right? Like, they... they but it, but they might be happy. That's a different path, right? Yeah. It's their own. Those are the, I have problems with those people, too. I mean, I agree that they <laughs> might be happy that's a different path, but I definitely have... It's... I have a hard... Because those are, those are, you know... I'll tread as lightly as I can. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly not trying to be judgmental, but I feel like with those kinds of people... This is going to be good. I have, I have very hard time having good conversations with them because it really is all about... Uh, what's on the fucking constantly negative news of CNN oh or the bullshit there or it's about football or it's about you know things that are fine you know I don't mind getting into some of the sports or some of that stuff but yeah. you know when I'm having a conversation with people for the most time I want it to be more about who you are mm-hmm. you know why are we here you know yes. you know how are we how why are you happy you know and getting more into depth things so I like to go into the deep end I actually live in the deep end. I understand. I control myself out of it once in a while. Yeah. But you know, so it's always hard for me to relate to those kind of, not not that there's they absolutely might truly be happy with what they're doing, but I definitely always have struggled with that aspect with, with people that are on more on that on that level, you know, that I just don't yeah, I have a hard time with that for sure. I get really I'll just get bored and, and that's when I'll start yeah. maybe sipping on the <laughs> <laughs> I think those people too. They just they don't they don't feel like they can just trust and be who they are. Right. Right. Well, yeah. I think that's the bottom line. Is people just don't feel right. Like they I mean, can I've trust. lived in that world in corporate America forever and had to make that small talk. Yeah. Ever because you just couldn't go there. Yeah. They, you know, they would be like you're wacky. Mm-hmm. You know, like I would always be. I'd always get in trouble because I was too nice to people. I would mm-hmm. do things just because I wanted to help somebody mm-hmm. and try, instead of trying to make a sale, right? Right, right. right. And when you're surrounded around those people, when those people are surrounded by the same type of people, for them to break out of that is a big leap. Yeah. Sure. You know, yeah. it's like it is like jumping into the deep end blindfolded mm-hmm. and not knowing if someone's going to save you or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They usually float. <laughs> <laughs> Drown. Yeah. You usually float to the top. I love that. Outlook. <laughs> yeah. I was talking to someone, and they had such a positive outlook about something. Like they just kept re. Maybe it was Rodney. They just kept respitting it positive. I'm like, oh. I th- I th- it's just my baseline. <laughs> Well, it's funny. Yesterday, like I was, uh, I was talking to Sadie, and like I was deadlifting at the gym, and I was telling her how I just like, I get mad at the bar. I purposely get mad at the bar. I start yelling at it. Yeah. And I, I but it, he thinks it, of situations. I think of situations that make me angry, and I manifest anger, but it makes me stronger. And oh. those, like I, 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 when I don't do that, and I'm like, hello. Like, <laughs> Like, I can't. I can't I pick up 350 pounds. It's just not gonna work. I like I, I get angry. I, I can't picture you bringing up 350, 350 pounds just because of the fact that you are always. You're always like, oh, love, and you're you're the cuddler. And oh stuff no, like I just so yell like, at the bar, and I, I just I, I picture off. situations that really make me angry, and I manifest it. And like we were we were talking, and she's like, I just don't think I have it. And it's crazy how some people can just like go into that anger so easy and some people can't like I I don't understand what it's like to like the study's like I wish I could get angry no 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 (laughs) because I really don't feel like it suits the body and heart well it doesn't and Sidney don't don't want to don't go there don't want to I can't 
No, it's so good. Like, I think, awesome. you know, like, I am with you, like, in the sense that I can easily flip into that anger. Like, there's a lot of anger growing up, and, like, mm-hmm. my old life, it took me a long time to get out of it, and there was a mm-hmm. lot of resentment and anger, and, you know, and it's so easy. German and Italians. Oh, fuck. Yeah. 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 Hold on. Yeah. And then that road rage, and people don't drive yeah. fast enough, and you, you're driving a really fast car, and you're driving at 20 miles an hour, and I'm like, what is wrong with you? You know, like, I... Don't go there. Like, enjoy being not able to be angry. I don't know how. I mean, in Reddit, Reddit's always like, so much has happened. Like, why aren't you angry? Why aren't you resentful? Oh, my God, that's so good. She's talked about past, like, things that have happened to her in her life. And I'm like, I mean, during that situation, you didn't get mad? Like, you didn't get And she's like, no, not really. Oh my god. <laughs> Maybe a little. That's beautiful. <laughs> there's there's like, like Saint Sidey. Oh no. Let's talk about I don't know. There's, there's things about Saint Sidey. Maybe not. But you know what I'm saying. And every other sense of the form. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's all we all learn from me. I know I can. But I go to the same where I mean, I think mean, it helps me get my anger. If I have anger, that punching the bag, doing martial mm. arts, or lifting the doing the deadlifts and stuff. It's so funny. Maybe they were to see me do the deadlift. I'm like. Especially if I get one that's like a, where, I, where I, I broke a, my personal record, I'm like, fuck yeah! <laughs> 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 yeah. Awesome. It just made me nervous. I can bring it out real easily. Yeah, you mean she. But those moments are great to, like, it's, yeah. it's great to, I think. Also acknowledge your accomplishment, even small things, right? Yeah. Like, yes. like we we try to always like think about these giant leaps we want in our lives, but if we are acknowledging the small things, those big things will come. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. it's it's miracles. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I really just I do it kinda leads into manifestation, right? And like yeah. I yes. really believe like in manifestation and like it's so funny how life can happen if you just put out there what you want. Mm-hmm. That you're like, oh, I might want to do this. And then all of a sudden, these things happen. Right. You know? I took, um, uh, it's like a quantum physics, yeah. like, fun little course. And it was talking about manifestation. And the easiest one that we can all relate to is, like, miracles of money. So, and it just, like, makes you acknowledge all the miracles of money. Like you see a penny on the ground, miracles of money. Someone buys a lunch for you, miracles of money. You say, yes, universe. I thank you and I'm ready to receive it again. Yes. So that's just something that everyone can relate to. But if you can bring that into every other aspect of your life. Totally. Like everything's a miracle. Yes. And the, it's like a muscle and you build Everything. it. Everything. Like love yes. muscle. Like it's all yes. it's a And the more practice. you are aware of it and the yes. more you acknowledge it, the more you will receive it. Yeah, it's like this yeah, the, yeah. the Gary V thing and like uh, Trish, you heard it in my yoga class and you mentioned oh it. Oh my god, I freaking love it. Four hundred trillion the one, right? Like the odds of actually us being here is so great that like just be glad you're freaking breathing. Right. So stop being scared. Like you're, you're gonna fail. You're gonna fail five thousand times. So well, you know? it goes Thomas and Edison. How many times did he try to do light? Yeah. And exactly. he failed a million times. You know, like and then and then 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 put in the aspect. There's seven point five billion people on the planet. Chances are you're not going to have that many at your funeral. No one's going to really remember you, anyways. <laughs> you know, like that sounds sad. There's but, more dead but, people than alive like, people. If we were, <laughs> if we were 
hesitating in our lives to do the things that really fill us up and the things we want to do because we're worried about like people. Yeah, what people are gonna think. You know, or like, or like. A hundred years from now, no one's gonna know who Rodney was. Wow. You know, like they'll be a great, they'll be a great cast. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, like I mean, there's what you know, Thomas Edison. We, there's a few names we know, yes. right? Like, yes. I mean, I hear if, if 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 we don't, we I think we are so scared to fail. We are right to pursue like. Because we want, like, you know, I think this one struggle I see a lot of people have is they, they get really comfortable in, like, a job that has, like, benefits, two weeks of vacation, yes. and 401ks, and, like, all these things. And don't get me wrong. Like, I think those things are great. And, like, and if, and if you feel, like, a purpose within there and you have that, like, more power to you, you know. But I know there's a lot of people that just do it for those reasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, but what if? What if I went to acting school or what if I, I started that business that I really wanted to do? And like, I, for me, it was just, I was like, I never want to live what if. Never, ever want to like. I've lived it too much in my life. I don't ever want to do that again myself. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, you know. Yeah. Because it goes too fast. All yeah. of this goes so oh, freaking fast. fast, you know, so like, yeah. you know, you, kids come and go and like, you know, you, all of a sudden like. You look in the mirror and you're like, is that still me? I know. Right. <laughs> what happened to like what happened to my spiky gelled hair? Like, yeah. Well, I think it goes back to reframing and shifting your mindset, right? Like we look at failure as such a bad thing. Could we all could we shift it and just say that every time we try something and it doesn't succeed, it's a learn yeah. instead of a failure. So and then what would you do? Right? You're learning. You learn something from yeah. that. And you took effort. a risk. You took a risk, right? And like we all know, like taking a risk like feel can feel awful, but it also can feel really amazing. Mm-hmm. Like that that adrenaline that like <gasps> I'm going after this, right? Yeah. And the yeah. fail, how bad is the fail ever really? Like really, really, really exactly. when you get down to the bottom of right. it. Did you kill yourself? When you get to the nitty gritty. When right. you get to the nitty gritty of it. Plug. <laughs> if you need to get rid of some hair. <laughs> but, like, how bad is it really? Yeah. Like, you're sure. still here. You're still here. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's that's so true. I think of all the times that I, quote, failed or something didn't work. I, I'm thankful for it. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, they're the, yeah. Learn from it. Yeah, they're your biggest yeah. learning experiences. You, know, like, you don't learn from playing it safe. No. No, you don't learn shit from playing it safe. You know? Yeah. Learn how to be miserable. Yeah. yeah. You take learn it as a excu- springboard. Make excuses. Right. Mm-hmm. Guys, this has just been a great podcast. <laughs> like, you know, like one thing in my life. Are you cutting us off already? No, I'm just I'm, like, I'm acknowledging, I'm acknowledging it. And I know that like in my life is, is, is recognizing the times and places that fill you up. Yeah. And I'm just recognizing that now, like doing this. And when I come on here and do this weekly with Steve, like it's, it's, it's this thing and we have random guests and it, but I always feel full. I was like, what are we doing now? Like <laughs> Steve Lewis, I'm like sitting here antsy and like, and it's just like, I think like if I if, if if anybody's listening to this, like find people that fill you up in your life. Find things that fill you up and, and surround yourself with it. If mm-hmm. if you find a good experience, you find something that like you just feel great. Like duplicate it. 
find that blueprint and just keep on repeating it and in yeah. that practice of doing it like you'll slowly start to eliminate the toxic things the toxic people the toxic habits and like the things will start to change mm-hmm. it's kind of like with diet introducing just good things and then the bad things slowly work their ways they out they work their way out they do. right I, mean, I know i don't know about you guys but like once i started practicing yoga I decided to stop smoking. I decided to become a vegetarian. Not that I am now, but like, I, like these things, right? Like, <laughs> I, don't, I try. I'm a practicing vegetarian. <laughs> we can get on that topic. I guess you should be continuing. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Same thing though. Like the yoga practice taught me how to add, like, to be good to myself, to love myself. Yeah. Right? And through loving myself, I stopped smoking. I ate better. I mentally got better. Right? Like. I think the cool thing about yoga is that, like, you are present on your mat. You're aware of your alignment, right? Like, for me, anyway. This because, like, the spiritual thing comes much later or came before or whatever. I did it for a workout. So, like, but it can't not have that mind, you know, where you're, like, aware of your alignment on your mat. So you're aware of your alignment when you're off your mat you know you really are like physically yeah but then you can't not be aware mentally no and so like when you take like your class for instance and you start talking about love you know you can't not radiate that to other people yeah even if you don't know you're doing it right 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 and you one of my favorite teachers elena brower says this all the time like she was a teacher that I always look to because she's very transparent in her life and what, what goes on. And she's teaching these classes, and she's like, I'd be teaching these classes, and I'd be talking about breath, and then the class would get done, and I'd go and smoke, and I'd be like, that's a, like that doesn't go together. That's, yeah. I'm out of alignment here. I'm like, wow, yeah, you, you know, you are, yeah. and thank you for sharing that because it's so inspiring and enlightening, right? Because we also do this thing where we put these people, like I used to put my teachers, like even Amy, I hold her in a different light. Like if Amy totally. says this, okay, you know, and they're just people. They're practicing they're just too. They're people. Yeah, it's all a practice. We're all just people. And it's like when people shed that layer and like show their real self, then, oh my God, they can relate to so many other yeah. people. And yeah, the right. message opens, just goes so much it, further. It yes. opens it up. So yeah. much. Yeah. When was the first time you ever did yoga? It was in 2010, in December. I had quit my corporate job, and I took new to yoga at Breathe. Wow. Mm-hmm. What made you go? I would want to go forever. I thought it was, like, hippie people did yoga, and, you know, I'm a hippie at heart, so I'm like, <laughs> I want to go do yoga and, like, listen to music, and I wanted to go forever, but I couldn't do it with my previous life and uh, one of my girlfriends I think bought me a pass for Christmas and we did it together so it's always a friend right it like, was a friend it was a friend yeah. it's always it was, a friend it was with me too like, yeah. Elijah brought you I yeah. remember the first class with you and you got a nosebleed I got a bloody nose you yeah. did well, you, was your, your first class that was your first class yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder if I was in your first class I probably was my what? His. I wonder if I was. I probably was. It, it was him and Elijah. It was so hard. I remember doing yoga the first time. Like, and I'm, I've always picked up things naturally. Mm-hmm. Like, like I picked up a kettlebell and like it was hard, but like I got good at it pretty quickly. And like yoga was not easy ever. It still isn't. But well, I just keep on going because I've seen like all these. Po- like the possibilities outside when I go in the world, right? Like yeah. what? Like this stuff. My life started shifting, and I hate that trite saying. Like 
the yoga changed my life. I do <laughs> you know? too, but you know what though? It, I it know did. it changed my like it totally changed mine. Yeah. I could have gone a totally different course. You know, but it was before that. There was like I think I think for me it was similar situation. Like when I did yoga, I was also quitting a job that I had for ten years. Me too. Yeah. You know, I and I spent so long contemplating like I'm like, this is not for me. Like, I'm doing this thing every night, and it pays great money. But, yeah, like, same. I don't feel fulfilled. Exactly. It, like, that yearning from inside. No, I was feeling soul. like drain. Like, a vampire was sucking my soul out of my body. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm going to die doing this. Because yeah. I drove. I drove a car in the middle of the night in the winter. It didn't, it didn't even matter. I'm driving, like, 300 miles in blizzards to deliver diapers for adults. You know, like... And it was like, why am I driving in a blizzard right now? Yeah. But at the same time, like, that's when I started, like, listening to podcasts. And I started listening to things that questioned whys and hows and stuff like that. And, like, I have to do that. Like, that's what I see now. But it was that, 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 that scary, like, oh, I'm just quitting. Mm-hmm. I'm just quitting. I have no plan. If absolutely a plan, and I'm just gonna go to yoga. Yeah, that's <laughs> me actually. It's the same no. thing. Like I'm quitting this job. I was very successful. I've made a lot of money, and I associated my identity with my job, and I had to figure out who I really was. And yoga gave me that space to get mm-hmm. on my mat and figure that out. And the teachers, like I remember crying in Liz's class, MJ's class, and then once I found Amy, like I remember specific classes where I was breaking through those walls. Yeah, and it's funny looking back at it, right? Oh. Like, like, because I, I, Ryan was probably one of the big ones. Oh. You know, um, she. I took her class last week. I forgot uh, just because it's been a while how freaking powerful she is. Yeah, she's great. She's really. You know, good. I mean, that first year of yoga was you, and I was like, okay, I'm going with Ryan for possible. <laughs> and like, she just tells me like I can do it. Yeah. Like, get off your ass and just go do that thing you want. And then I go to Trish. And she just shows me love. And then I go to Amy and she just gets me aligned with myself. Yeah. And like I did those I did those three classes every day, every week, week for a year. Yeah. For like fifty two weeks. I, I don't think I missed barely any. And God, the 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 snowball effect of what that did was just like unreal. And you know, it's funny, like when you talk to especially me talking to other guys, like, do you ever do yoga? And they're like, <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, and it's like, uh, or, or you hear someone say, "Oh, I'm not flexible." That's why. That's that's the best excuse, right. right? Like, oh, I don't, I'm not good at yoga. Like, are you good at anything when you first try? No, <laughs> you know, it, it's like some people only want to be good at, it or they don't do it. Uh, yes. That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> people so, don't do things they're not good at. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> that's why people don't do most things. Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, what is that though? It's just, it's fear. Yeah. Yeah, it's just going back to that fear thing again. Absolutely. It is. And then, that's like, do that one, do one thing a day that scares you. You, you know, whether it's shooting that video or it's right, starting, starting that, that book that you always wanted to write or, you know, you know, doing sup yoga when it's 50 degrees out. You know? I thought about it this morning. I didn't you know? think about it. I'm like, I can't, so cold. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's definitely changed me. Yeah, I, that was like a sigh of relief right there, guys. Yeah, like, I'm just like I'm, my heart feels. And and I I woke up today like feeling aggressive, you know, and I just feel good. So even like I think finding people in your lives that you can share with and you can 
truly open up with are going to help you. Like if you're sitting out there and you have like, you have moments like find and look and see who it is in your life that makes you feel good. And then try to be around that person as much as possible. Totally. Yeah, I agree with that. And here's another thing too for, for everybody. And I think this is one of the hard, this is one of the lessons that I've learned too is, don't change yourself for anybody else. If somebody doesn't like being around you, they're always saying, why are you doing that? Or what's this? Then don't fucking be around them. You'll find your yeah. people. You know, you just, you know, just be, unless you're being a complete asshole, but if you're truly being <laughs> yourself, it's a different, a different it, thing. Like if is. you're, if you have a certain way you like to joke or you have a certain sarcasm, or you have stories you like to tell or ways that you like to talk and stuff and people are picking on you about that or, you know, then you're not hanging around that's the right people. people. Right. That's not your people. You but, know? Except- but don't change yourself for those people. No. You know, and that's what I always duck. I think a lot of us do. I mean, I think a lot of us do that. This is going to sound really corny, but what's your sign? Because <laughs> I think a lot of us do that. I'm we a try Leo. To, a Leo. Leo. Yeah. Oh, okay, what are you? Aries. And what are you? Aries. Oh, that's right. I forgot you guys are both Aries. Oh, boy, I think dude. certain signs are more likely to try to like please people. You do yeah. that through yeah. changing how you are. Right. And I, Kurt Cobain said, you know, I'd rather be um, hated for someone I am than like for someone I'm not. Oh, yeah. Something yeah. Along those lines. That's so yeah. good. That's, that's really good. good. Mm-hmm. I, I 100% agree with that. You know? I do too. It takes a lot of courage though. It yeah. Takes a lot of courage. And I and think practice. it takes a lot of like when you're like entrenched in life and you have been like pleasing or living in fear, who are you? Like sometimes you don't know. (laughs) So it takes a lot of unveiling. And I think like one of the luckiest things that people can get is connections with other people Mm -hmm. who are like, Oh my gosh, like my soul feels light when I'm with this person yes. or these people. Yes. So maybe what I see in them, maybe I am like them. Yes. Yeah. You know? yes. So exactly. like you, you find your people. Oh my God. Yeah. Like I think this time you just hit it so hard. Like when you fe- find those people that you like get excited and you feel so happy to be around, like, yeah, like embrace that. And you are like that. Yeah. Right. Like the people who you love, if you, if you're like there, then maybe you're there too. You know, like, yeah. But how do you find like like I think I think the where the struggle comes is you have these certain people or situations or habits that like you need to you need to dismiss yeah. you need to get rid of and those can be the some of the scariest things sure. to do yeah. you know whether yeah. especially if it's family right oh, like it's like a mom that's, and that's, dad that's like three podcasts I've had to do that up recent and uh, the past year or so I mean it, it's a tough tough thing but man once again it's fucking freeing the shit. Yeah. You know, and, it, and it's, you know what, you just gotta, what people, what people have to realize, I think one of the things you have to realize, number one, is you have to trust yourself. You have to believe in yourself and you have to love yourself. We're talking about love and all this. And we have to do that. And then, and then the next step is you have to realize, okay, you know, look at yourself and what you want, like we've been talking about, but then also look at, okay, this is what I want. I have a family. So if you have kids or even if you don't, or if you have a significant other, or whatever, you know, I, I know what's going to be best for not just myself, but for everybody in, in like, you know, getting rid of those different stresses. And so sometimes I think it helps for people to realize, okay, I know that if I get rid of this specific person in my life, they're toxic to me, but they're just as toxic to my kids. Oh. And I don't want them to be toxic to my kids. So I, it's easier for you to get rid of them if you look at it that way. So that kind of helps people sometimes. Right. But it's amazing how freeing it is. And then if you don't know who you are, 
what you're saying, you're going to resonate with certain people, you're going to feel amazing, hang out with those people more, but also you're going to start to, when you start to ask yourself every single day, I used to do this all the time, I'd look in the mirror and I'd say two things, I'd say I love you, who are you? And then I would say I am, without an answer after that. And that's what got me to a lot of the things that got me to the point of where I love I'm at that. Today. And I still look in the mirror every single day. It's corny as shit, right? It, <laughs> it works. It's also very powerful. I say, I love you. You are amazing. You're going to make this world a much better place with what you do. And I say it to myself every single day. I look Wonderful. in the mirror and I do that. And I need to do that, you know, because I struggle with not loving myself all the time, oh. you know? And um, it's it's great. Like, I, I, you know, talking with you guys today, like, this is a, an amazing conversation. I love this conversation, but I love you guys. I don't know you very well. <laughs> but I feel like I don't deserve any of it. Oh, so, my God. Oh my God. So, initially, yeah. so initially, I'm going to come hug you right now. Go get him. Go get him. Go get him. You're amazing. They're hugging me. Someone's jealous. Yeah, the dog is so, jealous. It was interesting. We're sitting here having this conversation. What you know, things that have been coming up for me, just in my spiritually speaking, is it's like initially I'm like, okay, I think I need to go. I'm uncomfortable. These people are too nice and too happy, and it just doesn't seem right to me, you know. But in reality, I know that's not the case. And in the, in the past years ago, or a couple years ago, I would have, I would have done. That. I would have said, okay, see you guys later, and go, and then go back and hang out with the people that made me feel miserable or just mm. made me feel like not not you much feel like that's what you deserve. because that's I feel like that's what I deserve but I also feel like it's deeper than that and that's just always what I've been used to but what I've been conditioned to know or mm-hmm. conditioned to yeah. feel you know what I mean because because of your know, upbringing and everything else so I think this is a very enlightening podcast for me just learning that about myself again and bringing it back I think it's freaking awesome you know that it's and I think for everybody to realize that you know if you're feeling good go with it it's scary to feel fucking good mm-hmm. it really is but yeah but and go with it, you embrace it it's amazing how it changes you yeah. it's again, so true yeah. and like when I feel like when you feel good and you're not used to feeling good. Yeah. Your brain yeah. doesn't know what to do with it, so it wants to go to yeah. the path oh. that it knows. Exactly. So it's, so it's like, yeah. oh, yeah. this doesn't feel right. No. I'm going to go here. Because this, 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 I don't know what to do with this. And I'm uncomfortable, even though it feels really good. So, But I don't know it, so I'm exactly. going to go back here. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. And well, it's the devil you know versus the devil you... Like, you know what I mean? Like, when people talk about changing jobs, right? Like, they make mm-hmm. me so where they are, but they know it, right? And it's safer than trying the unknown and not knowing what's going to happen. It's vulnerable, right? Like, you go to a new job, it's like, oh, I got to learn, I got to meet new people, I got to, like, test the waters, I got to maybe get exposed in areas that I didn't know I would, you know, that I was uncertain about or, or unaware of, and you do it, but it's, 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 once, once you just take those steps, right? Like you take the step, you're like, I'm gonna go to Wanderlust. I'm just gonna go to Wanderlust. <laughs> and you're like, I think Steve's on the list next year. Yeah. Right He's a bigger place. Can we just go right now. But that's, I mean, that's really like Sidey and I have talked about this like in our lives, like. How can we create every day that way? Oh, you know, we we if mean we could not create that every day, like a commune. <laughs> I know. I always want to live on a commune. But it really is like a thing. Like, yeah. I mean, and so you know, we're like every relationship, you know, and sometimes you know, like it's not always sunshine and rainbows. No. But it is most of the time because we 
are talking about it, we have open communication and it's like, what can I do for you versus what can you do for me? Yes. Or what are you, you know? And so we make that conscious effort most days. I think you guys are one of the most evolved couples I know and most enlightened couples I know. Okay. No, seriously, no, I, really I really, truly believe this. Like, I don't think I know another couple. Maybe Amy and Peter are like this, too, but I, I really see this in you guys. Like, you guys are, like, the symbolism of what a relationship can be. I think recognizing it, like, for us has been, like, that's, like, we're at that point, right? Like, yeah. we, we recognize it, and we realize that, like, people... Like, we're like, is this this weird thing that, like, we just got really lucky? <laughs> but, uh, and, like, I think we didn't trust that. We're like, what no, even is this? Yeah. Like, what no, even is this? <laughs> for me, it's it, it just, I, all I can say, it's like the, the horse noise you make in yoga class where you're just like, because <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> it's just so freeing. It's yeah. just like. Okay, like, cool, like, we are here to support each other in our ventures, and, like, to love, and, like, there's no, there's no BS, like, there is, there is, but, like, it, it all goes, like, for us, it's communication, we just, yeah. like, okay, like, having that hard conversation when it needs to happen mm-hmm. is so important yeah. in any relationship, yeah. leadership, anything you do. Like, we avoid the hard conversation that builds and builds and builds. And then, next thing you know, you're getting a fight about doing laundry. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, yes. it's like, like oh, yeah. okay, I'm sorry the Lululemon clothes got mixed with the cottons. You know? <laughs> That's not our conversation. <laughs> We, saying, we don't get it there. That happens and it's like, it's like, it, it, it's, it's like you're fighting about something stupid, but it's about 5,000 other things that never got addressed when they should have got addressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you know? So I have this Wanderlust book. Yes, I love like, that book. Yeah. There's <laughs> Sarah Steve. Harrington. Um, it's just one part. It's like, we cannot talk about Wanderlust without journeying into the most wild and powerful terrain. A heart mm-hmm. you know what I mean and I think I love that quote because it's just like it really is it's like what do we we need to journey into the heart we do mm-hmm. you know and it's it's the most fearful place but it's almost it's it's like once you go there and you get comfortable within it mm-hmm. you never want to leave you don't well you shouldn't right I mean yeah. the hard thing is staying right mm-hmm. the yeah. easy thing is leaving and turning it off Mm-hmm. Yeah. The work is Very staying. Honest, it's like when the pose starts when yeah. you, Go ahead. the second you want to get out. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're fine. Go ahead. I just have a so I have a general question for everybody. So one of the things that, you know, being in, you know, the world I've been in growing up and stuff like that, you know, I've always teared a line of like the intellectual versus the, for lack of a better term, we'll say hippie or somebody who's completely in the heart, you know? And so you have, uh, obviously, both aspects, which which on either end are pretty fairly extreme, actually, sure. mm-hmm. right? So, you know, one of the things that, you know, certain people here in our podcast today, especially, will, will say is, you know, they, they just sound like a bunch of flighty people that don't live in the real world. So, let me, I, so my question is, is that, I'm sure you guys have all come across these people before, or, or these questions, or something like that. What what are your what are your thoughts on that? Like, what do you say to those people? I mean, how do what is, you know, yeah, what is the general thought process? Can I can say? I yeah. go? Yeah, go. <laughs> I'm bringing it. Um, 
this is my real world. It's my, pers- this is my, like, uh, forget, I raised my hand to go and I don't, but like, what is your real world? Like, I'm living this, this is my life, this has been my life, and it may seem like a little out there to other people, but I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. It's not fake. Like, I go to work every day. I love my job. Like, (laughs) I love my friends. I love my boyfriend. I love my family. Like, it just is. But I think I also grew up in that world of, like, everything's possible. And I didn't ever have those expectations of anything except for you can do whatever you want to do and you're going to make it. And if you don't, you're going to find what is going to work for you. And I'm so thankful for that. And I think it may be la-la land to some people, but it's worked for me. And I'm not saying it would work for everybody and not everyone has grown up like that. But, like, that is, that's how I grew up. You know, I grew up with very free thinkers, very, like... Hippies. (laughs) (laughs) But it is the real world. Like, it's all all perspective and perception. I feel like it's more real when you are in your heart because then that's when you can truly be who you are. When you truly are who you are, then that's the most real you can possibly be. And that's what... And I've struggled. And, you know, I remember, like, growing up being like, I want to go to Catholic school. Like, Like, I just... I wanted to be part of, like the the quote-unquote norm so bad like wow uh, so, it's so crazy you're the opposite i know i'm like i would <laughs> never yeah <laughs> but i just we were i felt like we were so out there yeah. in a way like yeah. that i just was like i just want to be structure. accepted and structured so you know there's yang and yang and everything yeah. Yeah, but course, yeah. i just remember being like oh my god like you know why why do I have to call this person Mr. and Mrs.? Should we be calling my mom Mrs. Andrews? Like, just all these weird things that, like, I always felt like an outsider. But then once I got out of that, then I'm like, yeah, they were right all along. (laughs) You know, you always defy your parents. So I went, like, the opposite end for a minute. But then you come back around. And I'm really thankful to them for, like, just always being, like, you can do whatever you want, and whatever you do is going to be fine, and you're always going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's, That's awesome. awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so I, it may be la-la land to some people, no, but it's my land, cool. and it's worked. Sidey so Let's all go to Sidey Land. <laughs> <laughs> I know you are. I'm going to grant I think for me, it was a lot different. I think... Uh, my mom was very A-type, very driven, very successful. My dad got sick when we were young and couldn't work, so my mom was working and my dad would stay home with us. And I got, like, the best of both of them. I got my mom's crazy work ethic, but my dad's heart and compassion. Like, he would pull over and do anything for anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for me, this is going to sound so funny, but when I first realized, like, what a hippie was in my head and my heart was I was at my first Grateful Dead show. And it was at Rich Stadium in Buffalo. And I had this thing, whenever I would go to concerts, I'd want to be up next to the stage. I wanted to get as close as I could. Like, even if I could get on the stage, that would be ideal. Never happened, but I was always, that was always my goal. Like, I'm gonna get on stage. Next, I wanted to be seen or anything, but I just wanted to be near those people that were making music that made me so happy. So, 
we were at the dead show and we were working. I had 20 of us and I was holding hands. I was at the, the front of the line and I was weaving everybody up to the front and people were moving and letting us. I'm like, because I used to go to all these like heavy metal shows. I'm like, what's going on here? I'm like, why are people letting us? And then we get up there and it's intermission and we sit down and people had food and all this stuff and they're passing it around, sharing it with complete strangers. And I'm like, oh my God, I died and went somewhere. I'm like, this is so beautiful. Like, it just, it spoke to me on such a different level. And since that day, like, that's what I want to, like, I want to, like, make room for people. I want to share with people. I want to, like, let people come in and experience it. Like, that was, like, a defining moment for me and who I am today. My parents were deadheads. Oh! (laughs) So jealous! It's funny for me, like, uh, I I used to make fun of hippies. And my roommate in the army was big into fish. And... Mm. I used to call him a dirty hippie all the time. I was like, you stink. You're a dirty hippie. That's why I tell him. Now like, you now. Well, no. He had extra tickets to a fish show. And I was like, all right, fine. I'll go. Maybe I can trip on acid or something. And we go to it's South Park Meadows in Austin, Texas. And we go to fish. And, like, you know, you go to the parking lot area. And, like, everybody is just so freaking nice. And you think there's going to be egos. You think you're going to have to, like, man up and this. And, like it wasn't like it at all and it was like I started like I lost everybody and I was just hanging out with complete strangers the whole night I ended up finding my way back with people and like it was one of the I I would say it was a really big experience in my life I've never seen fish since but like just being around that and feeling like okay like this is what it's like to be around a group of people that are like everybody's just here to have a good time Mm. and no one's here to like say oh Look at that person with that type of clothes on. There's no like, judgment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's refreshing. It was for me. It was a huge breath of fresh air. Like, cause I never felt that. Like, just acceptance and like, come on in and experience with us. And like, I was like, whoa. I think that is like it is just a breath of fresh air. I mean, once I went to college and could choose my own friends versus mm-hmm. friends of circumstance. Yeah. Then it is just oh, awesome, yeah. and I think it really does. Granted, like, I feel like this is kind of how I grew up, like, all this (laughs) la-la-la. But I do also think, like, just by meeting people and seeing people, it is a choice, and it's a brave choice. Like, it's a scary choice. And, you know, sometimes you have to wait a while because maybe there's kids. or Sometimes life gets in the way, but I think it's like the baby steps that you can do like and I think it starts with you like what are you doing to serve yourself and that's going to radiate and it's going to be a snowball to like it's going to affect everything so you will get the guts or the ambition or whatever it is to just be like you know what like this is not serving me anymore and I'm getting rid of it now's the time and I can do it because sometimes the timing's not right. Timing's everything timing also. Timing, Time, you know, God, timing's everything, so. That's like the perfect segue. Like, so, I want, we kind of like always end the podcast in this way is like, imagine there's someone, they're at home, they're listening to this and they're struggling. What, what would you give them for advice just to, you know, start you know and, and, and I know each individual situations are different but just imagine like a general like what do you guys think the most important 
advice you could give someone to get up on their feet and live the life they want? I, for me, I think it would be surrounding yourself by the people that inspire you, that support you and accept you who you are, and let them help you. Allow help is a good that. one. I love that. It's awesome. No, that's huge, allowing help. Yeah. You know, we, I, I mean, I struggle with doing that even to this day, you know, but it's a lot of to help you is huge. And I feel like, at, and you're probably a huge helper. Right. But yeah. allowing but help... Like, yeah, it's, it's hard. hard. I've, got, I've gotten a lot better. Yeah. I've definitely got a lot better. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. And, yeah. and something, and I find that like with a lot of people who don't allow help, they are the most helpful, they right? Are, right? And I feel like someone told me one time, like, you know, it makes you feel so good to help someone. So let them have that same feeling. And so what I would say for people who are struggling, do something to help somebody. Mm. And you will automatically feel better. Totally. Yeah. I think that's awesome. I think that's awesome. And I'd like to, I'm going to add, even though this question, normally I don't say anything, but I just on this, I have the other thing I'd like to add, I think it's so important we talked about and I, we touched upon too, is the even practical thing of just waking up five minutes early in the morning and writing, starting a gratitude journal. Absolutely. Definitely. I think that is super powerful, you know, because sometimes I know for me anyways, you know, being, you know, Actually, I'm a Leo. Technically, not really much of an introvert. I'm more of an introvert, extrovert, probably lean more towards the extrovert, but I've always been an introvert. I've always shut myself down. But that, if you're somebody who's shy or not used to being more extrovert, writing it down can help because it's obviously much more of an introverted process. You know? Yes. So you're starting that way and then being able to grow from there. So I think that's something for everybody to remember as well is to always, always, uh, yeah, that's a great way to start. It's too. so easy. Right, it's so easy. And it does change your perspective in your For sure. Day. And if you can't do it in the, like, let's say the morning socks because you have kids or dogs that wake you up, do it at night before you go to bed. Right. Exactly. Or just say it. Just say just it. On your way to work yeah. while you're driving, look at there the sky and say, oh my God, it's so pretty. Or mm -hmm. I'm yeah. grateful for how blue grateful it is. For or I'm grateful my dog yeah. woke me up because I have a dog. Yes. Like. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. I have to say, when my son crawls in the bed, I love my son. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. It's perspective. It That's all it is. Right. It totally. It totally is. Absolutely. Oh, guys, this has been fantastic. So awesome. good. Thank it's you awesome. guys so much. So, Trish, before we go, yes. tell us, tell everybody where they can find you, okay. where, you where you teach yoga, you know, um, any websites or Facebook, anything you want anybody to know. Go sure. ahead and shout it out. Um, I teach Monday, Breathe Webster, 9 a.m. Vinyasa, 1030 Foundations. And breathe downtown Tuesday at nine thirty, and I've actually disabled a lot of my websites right now. So <laughs> good, yeah. So that's where you can find me. Go to our yoga class. Come to my yoga class. Yeah, come to our yoga class. It's awesome. I love yeah. Inside, you have your own business too. Tell, tell us where we can find you and what you do. And Get down to the nitty gritty. <laughs> if there's hair, we go there. Um, so we're in the village gate. We do hair waxing. I do the waxing. So um, come on down. How do, we, how do we get a hold of you? Do you have a website? Uh, nitty gritty what or nitty gritty hair and wax dot com. I think. <laughs> just, just Google Nitty Gritty if it's the only one that'll come up. Nitty Gritty and Village Gate. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, I want to thank you guys once again for listening. As always, please share, comment, like it, on, like it. You know, we have on iTunes, like, share, even on Facebook. You know, you can share and like and all that stuff. And uh, and any questions or anything like that, let us know. Anybody who's listening when says they want to come on to this amazing podcast, you can always let us know as well. But thank you guys once again for listening, and we will see you all next time. Thanks.